Hey, it's me, Rod Morgan, longtime listener and semi-professional host of the Morganino Podcast, a pop culture, music, and entertainment podcast on the Morganino Podcast Network. Listen to us wherever you get your podcasts. Podcasts? <laughs> Welcome to the Yeah We Know Podcast. You're in the ring with Jimmy and Rod. How you doing, buddy? I am doing wonderful, Jimmy, but I want to start right here with an apology to the listeners. This was not my decision. This was Mr. Jim Riska's decision alone to record this episode before the pivotal Alpha Academy academic challenge between <laughs> RK Bro and the Alpha Academy on Monday Night Raw. So we don't know... If we're going to get a match between these guys at the Royal Rumble or not yet. So, Jimmy, I think we really made a mistake by not waiting to see what's going to happen in that academic challenge. I want to tell you one thing. We are going to have a match at the Royal Rumble between those two teams. I'm, I'm going to throw it down right now. I think I'm pretty uh, pretty confident in that. Uh, thanks for tuning in, everybody. We are, uh, well, we've been we've been coveted. We've been, there's a lot of things going on with the Yeah We Know podcast, but we are back and it is Rumble season. We're very excited about that. But Way Robbie, excited do- about Rumble season. I mean, way excited about Rumble season. I must just, let's start here real quick. Overall, I love Rumble. Probably my favorite event, right? I understand WrestleMania is the biggest. I understand. Stupendous, actually. It's a stupendous no. WrestleMania. And the premium live events, excuse me, I should start using the proper lingo, right? <laughs> and I understand that SummerSlam is supposed to be the second WrestleMania, but Royal Rumble has by far been one of my favorite WWE events of all time. I love, I think possibly what it is, and we've talked about this before, the entrance music may be one of my favorite parts of wrestling still to this day, even as tedious as it becomes during a three-hour Raw at times. But in a Royal Rumble match, you get 30 entrances. You never know who's coming next. It's just always fun. And the thing that the WWE has done well is even those people that are coming back for the first time in 25 years or whatever, you still remember their music. And that is a great thing. But speaking of music, Rod, we do have to talk about um, we had a death in uh, WWE land uh, over the uh, over the past week. Um, Meatloaf uh, passed away, uh, obviously known for his uh, role as the uh, interim uh, general manager, uh, guest general manager uh, in 2010 when he and Randy Orton had a, a, a talking uh, in the ring and then he got RKO'd by Randy Orton. Um Oh, yeah. Also, Meatloaf was, a, I believe, a, a singer, songwriter and an actor as well. So uh, we want to say uh, we want to say, uh, you know, heartfelt uh, sorrow for Meatloaf going down in Rod. I bet you don't know this. You might actually. It's the first CD I ever bought was Bat Out of Hell 2 by Meatloaf. And I will tell you right now, it is probably still my favorite CD I've ever purchased. Bat Out of Hell 2, huh? Not the original. You never went and, and went back to the original, probably the one that sold more copies than even Bat Out of Hell 2. You never you never delved it and delved your toes into those waters? Oh, Rod, I celebrate his entire collection. <laughs> a boy. All right, that boy. Because listen, I'll tell you right now, Bat Out of Hell 1, that's an absolute banger, right? I mean, you took the words right out of my mouth. That song slams. Paradise by the Dashboard Light, give me that song anytime. And listen, I can dig a ballad from time to time. So I would do anything for love. But I won't do that. I'll rock with it. I don't know what he's talking about, but I'll rock with it. 
Objects in the Rearview Mirror May Appear Closer Than They Are is uh, my favorite song and will always be my favorite song uh, of all time. Just uh, I'm a ballad guy. I My musical tastes, Rod, you definitely know this, my musical tastes are uh, a little different than other people, and that's perfectly fine because music is great. But, uh, yeah, it was, uh, was kind of sucky, honestly, that he died. Man, that really kind of sucks. But um, we did want to you know mention that he obviously uh, we can uh, – uh, Put it towards wrestling, so uh, shout that's out why to you're the loaf. Absolutely, shout that's out why you're hearing loaf. some meatloaf. Uh, that's why you're hearing some meatloaf here. So, um, want to talk about a few things here uh, before we get into our rumble um, predictions. Uh, there's a lot of things going on now. Um, a couple things that we want to hit that we we have missed. Uh, John Moxley is back in AEW. That's going to be our one AEW reference. He took some time off uh, to get some uh, alcohol rehabilitation and treatment and things like that. Uh, Bubba Ray Dudley went on uh, Busted Open Radio and said that he owes the fans an apology for leaving uh, to go get himself some help. Uh, John Moxley's wife, wife uh, Renee Paquette, uh, Renee Young from WWE, was not happy about that. Uh, Rod, are you expecting a, a letter of apology or maybe even a tweet from John Moxley uh, saying sorry he's been gone for so long? Uh, I'm absolutely not, and I'll tell you what, in preparation to try to be a better wrestling podcaster with the current Roman Reigns match we have coming up at the Royal Rumble, mm-hmm. I went back deep into the recesses of the WWE side of the Peacock app, which I don't think we talk about enough on this podcast. I recommend it highly. Anything you ever want to know about wrestling, you can find right there in all of the WWE stuff on Peacock, and I literally just typed in The Shield. And two mm-hmm. different one-hour documentaries came up for me, so I got a bit of a, uh, a refresher course on uh, on that threesome that involved Seth Rollins, Roman Reigns, and John Moxley, aka Dean Ambrose, in the WWE at that time. And I I, I like that guy's presence, man. I, I saw him in AEW a couple times with what he's doing now. I dig that guy's vibe in the room. I hope that the time off went well for him, and we're going to see him continue to wrestle. And not on the deal with anybody. An apology. And then we had we had a lot of shakeups in uh, WWE NXT, and NXT is basically unwatchable now, for, except for a couple things. But William Regal was released uh, from NXT, and he did the on-air general manager role, of course. And then he went on to he was really a mentor to a lot of people, a lot of the superstars that came through NXT, and people were really sad about that. I'm going to throw something out at you, Rod. I know you're the thrower outer usually. I'm going to throw something out at you. Bring it. I think Vince McMahon's mind is so twisted. That he legitimately thought NXT was a competitor, and that they were doing, they were getting a lot more buzz than the WWE. So he, just like he did with WCW, went in, took over, and then tore down most of the stars that were in NXT to make it kind of his own and say, "Hey, WWE is superior." I I think he's that twisted, Rod. Your thoughts? I, I would have to agree with you, actually. I, I could see that scenario because at the moment we're, we're getting the chairman on television a little bit, which we did not get for a very long time. And he has chosen his on-air time on TV for the first time in a while to be with Austin Theory. Which yes, is, you uh, got it. Yep, correct. Which is you had to think about it, which says something. Well, but I also, I, I, because I'm an NBA guy, and I called him Austin Reeves, I believe, one time on this podcast, and that's a player for the Lakers. So that's that's. We're going to talk is. about names here in a second, by the way. I will transpose those, but so that's a choice, right? But I and I will say this: the guy seems charismatic enough. He has a decent enough body. Seems like an athlete. Okay, get the chairman behind him a little bit, give him a push. But the push that they're giving him, where Vince does this 
30-second description of how bloody he will make his face and then force his mother to see the selfie. Like, you see that as his choice, and then you might think to yourself, yeah, this man knows nothing other than I must conquer at all times. Correct. Uh, I just don't understand why he would have done that, but he did. Uh, And in more uh, NXT news, uh, do you know who Gunther Stark is, Rod? I do not, but I dig the name Gunther always. Anybody that's named Gunther is going to be down with me. (laughs) I may need to edit this out, Rod. WWE filed a trademark for Gunther Stark. Uh, Gunther Stark, if you uh, before last week, if you uh, Googled his name, uh, he is a Nazi commander in World War II, kind of a famous Nazi commander. So th- there's that. Um, and guess who they wanted to be? Gunther Stark. Walter, uh, your boy, Walter. Wow. He Did- on NXT last week, and I know you didn't watch it. That's why I love the fact that you're you're coming in this fresh, and I appreciate you watching uh, Raw and SmackDown, and you don't need to watch NXT, but. Um, he wa- they introduced him as Walter, you know, Walter the Ring General coming in because he's you know got this kind of German gimmick going you know, and then I've all seen of a sudden of his matches I dig that dude. All of, oh Walter's fantastic, and then all of a sudden he gets on the mic at the very end and says, "The winner is Gunther," and he throws the mic down and then they fight some more. So he was going to be renamed Gunther Stark. They that's what the trademark was. It wasn't just Gunther Rod. It was Gunther Stark. Well, then they just uh, after backlash because apparently not. You know, sorry, backlash. Apparently, people can't Google anything. You know, kind of like the Cleveland Guardians didn't Google their name and say, "Oh, someone actually already owns the rights to that." Well, sure. they didn't Google Gunther Stark and saying, "Oh, it's a Nazi. It's fine." Um, so they may have to change that around, or he'll just be Gunther. But the man's name has been Walter for years and years and years. He's known. They've got the chant Walter. Yes, you can do Gunther too. But I just don't know where they're going with that. And again, it's taking something that works, Rod, and just flushing it down the toilet. I hate that. So you don't think that somebody knew who Gunther Stark was. They weren't trying to turn him into like a a Nazi, you know, like Ray Fiennes kind of character from Schindler's List. They weren't trying to do that. It was just an honest mistake. They just wanted to make him a German. I do not know the answer to that question, and that troubles me greatly. Either way. There you go. That's how little credibility you give WWE creative right there. My goodness. They Well, here's the thing. They either didn't Google it, True. That's sloppy. or that's sloppy. they that knew and they didn't care. And it's like, well, there's a lot of Nazis named Gunther. There's a lot of Nazis. Tony Stark. Yes, I understand that. But if you Google Gunther Stark, it's pretty easy to say it's a Nazi. And the uh, guy's German. I mean, come on. Like I'd say, you know what? Here's where we'd land. I'd be let's let's be a bit cynical here and land at this. I think this could be your answer, right? I'd say it's probably six of one half dozen the other, right? Sure, it's sloppy that they didn't Google to see that this guy has a clear history past and is an actual figure but i think in some level they were trying to tip their dip their toes in the nazi a little bit right and perhaps have him be a bit of heel oh no question that be a bit of a flavor you know i mean so i think they were trying to get you know have their cake and eat it too and it definitely blew up on them well here's the thing walter is a tall guy strong guy he you know did the ring the ring henna rally you know as a general he he already was kind of living a gimmick like close to it maybe parallel to it but not being in your face but Vince you know? knows so nothing they, they but could, that, in that your face based on what we just said jim like you said vince I know knows nothing no but in your face yeah i know no subtlety at all how dare he speaking about so we're going to talk about this sammy zane johnny knoxville thing in a second but sammy i kind of like that surprise oh my god did you the, the, that that sound effect 
was bad. Yes, which was but late, Knoxville's first of got, all. Knoxville's got charisma, and he's and he's sort of selling it. Again, like I said last episode, I don't have a problem with Johnny Knoxville. But you know what they could have done instead of that long-ass segment? I mean, it seemed like it was a six- to seven-minute segment. Could have been, you know, whatever. But listen, they they're, passing that to somebody out else. they're passing out time to anybody to talk here recently, and we'll get into that a couple of different times over the course of this show, I'm sure. But why not give Sami Zayn six minutes? They're giving everybody else time. I guess, but that that that's ridiculous. But it's nice to see Sami Zayn back, uh, resigned with the WWE. Exactly. I didn't think getting, I'd ever hear you complaining on. about Sami Zayn time. Um, it's just I. It's a valid point. You know, Sami's anytime Sami Zayn's on is good, but I just think it could have been done better. Because like, what's the what's the payoff? Is Sami Zayn going to get thrown out by Johnny Knoxville in the Rumble? Okay, then what happens the next day? Well, right. How much? See, but there you go. Okay. What I wonder is, are we? Are they going to wrestle at WrestleMania? A best, a bait and switch kind of idea, right? We all know that Knoxville's in there, and him and Zayn are going to have a thing. But are they going to attach something else to it, and all of a sudden Knoxville sticks around a little bit longer in the Rumble, and then perhaps, you know, I mean, who knows? I'm just saying, I think you can work something with Johnny Knoxville. The guy is not afraid to do stuff, and the crowd buys him, and he's got charisma. I just think that look out for Johnny Knoxville, a bait and switch kind of idea where. We all think it's going to be, yeah, of course it's Sami Zayn because they've built up to it, and then something crazy happens in the Rumble involving Knoxville. I'm just, I'm here for it. There are some rumors that Undertaker will be uh, backstage at the uh, Royal Rumble. Of course, he will. Why not have him win the Rumble? Who the hell cares? Um, that would <laughs> but, be awesome. Uh, <laughs> that would be awesome. Uh, so uh, going over Raw and SmackDown the past uh, past couple of weeks here, and, and Rod, I think that you have learned a lot. Um, from my pain, I guess, over the past month or two uh, of watching and over the past you know four or five years for me, it's just, it's ridiculous how it's continuing the same story over and over and over again. Yeah, it really, it, it really is. And it's unfortunate because I think at the moment we have some compelling athletes that are matched up vis-a-vis one another you know i think if we were fantasy booking some things out right now we'd probably come up with some of the matchups that we have but there there's still it just it still feels incredibly the same and incredibly stale and it's like someone's going to come out with the microphone they're going to say something someone else is going to come out and interrupt them then we're going to have some sort of a schmaz then there's going to be a match made i mean you're absolutely right it tends and then we just you can't it doesn't make it any better when you have someone in the middle of the ring talking when you just give it an actual name, right? Like, like it doesn't go down any easier as far as bad medicine to me when you just call it the KO show or when you say it's the Alpha Academy graduation ceremony. You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't, ma- it doesn't make it any better when you like try to write it off as this big special segment, right? Like, on on uh, on SmackDown or no, on Raw on Monday that we're not seeing that we're taping beforehand. They're selling us the weigh-in for Bobby Lashley, Brock Lesnar. That's just another ten minutes of these guys talking. But Lesnar yeah. is the most compelling on the mic right now out of all these people who are given time to gab. And that is a complete switch from his character in, in past days, is it not? It is. A, it, it is. Lesnar's doing a pretty good job. And, and Heyman actually has said in interviews he's happy about it just to kind of see the evolution there. But when you are doing, when you have a three-hour television show and you have 22 minutes of actual in-ring wrestling, your fans in the crowd are not going to be hot at all. And that really hurts the show. It makes the show boring. People are going to tune out because they know what's going to happen. And it's just not worth it. I will tell you, the Alpha Academy and RK Bro segment will have some funny parts in it. It's going to go 
way too long. This is going to be like a 19 minute, I'm going to say 17 to 19 minute segment. That's going to go way too long and it's going to get to exactly where we are going to go anyway. You know? Yeah, you're, I mean, you're absolutely right. It's it's a little bit of, uh, of he's got a, there's a little bit of Mick Foley in, uh, in uh, Riddle at times, right? And now clearly they're not similar wrestlers, but they're both the funny guys. Vince sees them as nothing but the funny guys, and he just continues to give them time as long as they are just funny. And they have to just keep going deeper and deeper and twisting the knife and doing the same thing over and over again to always be funny. Like, it was kind of ridiculous that Riddle showed up it was sort of wanting to like celebrate those guys. Like you just lost to them recently, man. Lost your tag team belts. Like Riddle, I know you're the stoner bro guy, but like you should have a little <laughs> bit of competitive fire in you if you're a wrestler. You know, I mean, just a little bit. You know, that's uh, there's got to be just a little bit there for the fans to want to buy Riddle. And I'm and I'm disappointed that they continue to do this with Riddle. And you warned me that Riddle was never going to get a chance to do anything that cool because Vince sees him as nothing but the funny guy. You warned me. Yeah, and that's and that's happening. So. It, it, it's tough. Uh, it, you know, SmackDown was a little bit better, but on SmackDown still, you know, you mentioned fantasy booking and we'll talk about it here in just a few minutes. You know, you have Reigns and Rollins who have wrestled a lot, you know, in some, a couple of big matches and one of the big, biggest matches in WrestleMania history when Rollins cashed in. I know we talked about that before. I'm sorry. I stole your thunder there, but um, that was amazing coming in and to do it like the way they did it was ah, Adam Pierce is going to announce somebody. And he literally never announces anybody. At the very end of the show, they pan to Rollins laughing, which would be interesting and cool, but then they've just thrown out all of the, you don't have enough good people on SmackDown. We had to go get a Raw person. Well, if you had to go get a Raw person, why did you draft him to Raw in the first place? Oh, because you don't make any... No, Drew McIntyre, I get it. He got hurt. But you should have a couple of fallback plans other than having to go to a different roster. Yeah, I mean, and then they, I mean, they even doubled down on on what you're saying there by bringing even more raw people out on the on the following SmackDown, and you know, Michael Cole just like, well, the Rumble's coming up, so that's why you're seeing a couple people on the show. It's like, really, is that really what it's about, Michael Cole, or is it about something else? I don't know, but I will tell you one thing. I, I know I mentioned his name a lot here, but <laughs> Pat McAfee going over all of the stupendous words was fantastic out of the dictionary on SmackDown. I thought that was great. Yeah, no. Listen, McAfee continues to be one of the one of the extra entertainment factors every time you tune into uh, SmackDown. He is there's there's never going to be a complaint about what Pat McAfee does on SmackDown out of me. But I will I will say this though the 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 seeing guys from SmackDown on Raw and seeing guys from Raw on SmackDown has led me to ask you this question, Jimmy. Can yes. we be getting closer to a situation where we just see guys go a little more freely between shows? Can or can we please get there? Because it just makes for things more interesting. And if Vince himself is more involved right now, which we think he is, and he's seeing the landscape that he doesn't have enough guys to support the two shows the way he would like to, can't we just go to a scenario where guys are allowed to go back and forth freely, even though they clearly are? But it's it yeah, it, it's sad that we cannot make stars as uh, WWE Universe and the fan, we can they they cannot make stars. I don't know what I'm saying. We they can't make stars. They can make a couple good heels. They can bring back stars from the past, but they cannot make new stars. And they write everything rod. They can do whatever they want, and they choose to continue to go to the past instead of thinking of the future. And right now, where they are to answer your question after a little diatribe there is yes, they are in a traje- trajectory to have Reigns and Lesnar fight for both belts at WrestleMania. That would be 
stupendous if they actually did it. However, I think they're going to do it, but it's not going to be for both titles. I, I don't know what's going to happen. It just may be an unsanctioned match, or it may just be for one of the titles, and then someone has both of them, and they, they put it up for a, a King of the Ring tournament or a SummerSlam tournament. They are not going to unify the belts. They are not going to do the brand split. I don't know why. They're just not. Yeah, I, I continue to wonder about that, right? If, if if he, Vince himself, feels that things have gotten stale and he's trying to come in and jumpstart storytelling and all of the above, then what's better than, you know, all of a sudden unifying the belts? I mean, what what's better than that? I just, I don't understand why we can't think to ourselves a scenario that you said it there too, building a hero. It's tough to build a hero, right? I mean, let's just be honest. This is not the podcast for a lot of what I have everybody everybody think in your head right now, okay? The, <laughs> the, 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 the overall temperature in the world and the way people are and what the media is like and all the above. It's awfully hard to create a hero these days. I absolutely understand that, right? But what better way to create a hero than what you said there is if there is a vacated belt and there's a tournament and somebody completely unexpected just absolutely wins that tournament and has some momentum and maybe becomes a heel or I mean the hero. I don't know. You know, it also what I realized from watching that shield documentary is as much as we want things to happen in the WWE land, it clearly takes time. You know, I mean, when Reigns was in shield mm -hmm. and Rollins mm -hmm. was in shield, what those guys were doing, you know, based on where they're at now, you know, like that's that's seven years basically right there. You know, I mean, that's that's a lot of time. So. This stuff doesn't happen as much as we want it to, but we also then have to look at a guy like Big E who was just recently champion, right? You worried that that rain, what was it going to be like? And right now, where is Big E? At? What was it like? Exactly. Yeah. Sorry. And that's what I'm I mean. Sorry. I don't have a great answer for you here, Jimmy. You're right. And because where's Big E at right now? Here's a guy who we talked about when he won the belt. They may have finally done it actually created a baby face actually mm -hmm. created a hero that people cared about and wanted and he popped on some college football shows and he got a little bit of buzz and he's great in interviews and bubbly and all the above and what have we done with him absolutely nothing he's showing up with sir kofi kingston who's the hand of the fake king xavier woods who's hurt when all they're doing is still relying upon the new day so relating it back to what you said earlier jimmy it's the same old thing all the time it is and it's sad because it's that narrow vision that, that hurts. That being said, after going uh, about a 20-minute uh, kind of derailing, hey, well, it's we're not WWE Royal Rumble. We, Yay! We're not quitting. We're not no. quitting, WWE. We're here. We just want you to do better because we are all here, clearly. We're not going anywhere. We are not going anywhere at all. Um, and the WWE Royal Rumble, all of our favorite show, is coming up. We've got two 30 men or 30 men man Royal Rumble, 30 women Royal Rumble. We have uh, Becky Lynch and Dewdrop, like we talked about, Edge and Beth Phoenix against Miz and Maurice, Reigns and Rollins, Lesnar and Lashley, and of course, Alpha Academy and RK Bro will definitely have a match there. So let's start, Rod. Let's talk about the matches, how excited we are, and then we got to do our picks to see who is actually Hot Rod or Hot. Hot Rod or Jimmy. Let's just, I don't want to be Hot Jimmy. Hot Jam. Uh, you hot, hot Jam, jam on there toast. You go. Hot Jam on hot toast. Hot Jam on toast. Oh, I have a feeling that's going to be used against me. Okay. So let's go with Alpha Academy and RK Bro. We think it's going to happen. Who you got, Alpha Academy or RK Bro? Give me Alpha Academy. I think we are heading towards a scenario where Riddle and uh, Randy Orton are not together anymore. And Vince is going to realize that Randy Orton, as you say, 
we always have to go to the past. Well, guess what? We have the past still residing in the present day in the WWE, and Randy Orton is a ready-made guy for any kind of a storyline. So I think we're moving towards a scenario where Riddle is not next to Randy Orton all the time, and so I don't see them having the belts making that any easier to do that. So that's what my prediction is. Okay, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna say everything you said exactly the same thing, except I think RK Bro is gonna win because they're gonna to want to have them be the team uh, that is still gonna to try to break up, and someone will cost somebody else the belt, and a lot of things are gonna happen. So um, I think RK Bro wins that one. Okay, I like it. So we we both think that's the good storyline. We just have a different idea how they're getting there. That's what this podcast is all about. Exactly. So Becky Lynch and Drop. I'm 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 shocked that they're actually going to do this on a pay per view. I am too. I am too. And it's it's you know Dewdrop. First of all, you know with the name Dewdrop, she came in and with Eva Marie. Eva Marie's gone. Uh, they finally kind of built her up a little bit. And Dewdrop is a is an entertaining wrestler. Does a great job in the ring. And I think they're going to have a pretty decent match if they're allowed to. If they're allowed to do it now, I do. Is a Liv Morgan going to come in and try to uh, do something where Dewdrop wins the title? I don't think we're there yet. Um, I am interested in the match. I think it'll be a good. You know, this could be one of those matches that kind of starts the show off. Um, but I think it's going to be Becky Lynch uh, taking the taking home the belt. I'm going to make a prediction right now. I'm stealing one of your favorite predictions. This is the opening match, Becky okay. Lynch Dewdrop. This is the opening match. I understand Dewdrop isn't a huge other part. But they still think Becky Lynch is their second biggest star across the whole wide company. And that's why they moved her over to SmackDown. That's why she gets to lead SmackDown every once in a while. I think that the pull of her in that first match, I think I think this is the match that leads the show. Okay. And what I think about the match is there's absolutely no way it's going to end regular. Because there's no chance Dewdrop's getting the belt right now. That's just absolutely not happening. But what I believe is happening here. And I hope, and clearly based on what we just said before we got to our Rumble picks, there's no way this will happen. But I'm still going to go with this the same way. I'm still not going to be jaded. I'm going to be optimistic. I think Dewdrop is a hell of a wrestler. I think the fans seem to buy her a little bit. And there's ways that we can create Dewdrop the babyface on the women's side when there's probably too many heels. Because your biggest stars on the women's side are probably all heels. Exactly. All right, so we agree on uh, we agree on both matches so far. Uh, here's a great match I've been looking forward to for decades because uh, I could have been looking forward to it for decades. Edge and Beth Phoenix against Miz and Maurice. Uh, again, you know my feelings on this. I think it's a waste of Edge, but I think the storyline has been fine. Uh, I, I, you've got to give this to Edge and, and Beth Phoenix. They're going to win this one. I don't think Miz and Maurice are going to win it. Oh, I mean, absolutely not. There's no chance that Maurice is going to be able to do anything in this match that any of us are going to buy based on the fact that they're basically playing the storyline. She's kind of scared to be in this match. And the only time she got the upper hand on anybody is when she had a brick in her purse. You know what I mean? So there's (laughs) there could be another brick. You never know. Yeah, I mean, it's certainly I mean, but that's the way the, the Miz and the Misses get down. And I don't like doing a lot of Miz slander here. But what I'm starting to realize is I enjoyed the softness, the goofiness, the fun that uh, John Morrison brought to the uh, Miz and Morrison team. And uh, mm-hmm. just Miz, uh, just Miz, it just, as much as I love the Miz, you know what I mean? It's just it, that I, the Miz is, is tougher medicine to take these days. And having his wife along doesn't soften anything. And what I will say in defense of uh, our guy Edge here is, don't you think on some level he may have told Vince, hey, man, I, I want to wrestle with my wife. Don't you think on some level we're just kind of there where Edge kind of just gets to it name his matches? Yeah, nice little paycheck too. You know what I mean? So, oh yeah, no, I mean, no yeah. doubt about that. Double, and, double I mean, paycheck, just, double paycheck family, you know. 
bring her in for sure for yeah. sure for sure but i think you know this is a match that we we all are fine with edge having this sojourn in this match we understand why he would want to do it but i'm with you let's let's get him back to something that matters before we we can't have him because he's still tip top even in the ring right now and looks oh good. yeah so i'm with no you question. we gotta we, we gotta get the good matches while there's still a few there okay on any other match this probably would be your main event uh, obviously, Rumbles are, are going to be um, your main events, but we have Reigns and Rollins for the Universal Championship. Uh, so Rod, I know you have a couple questions on this one, don't you? I, I, I really do. I just, I, I really, I. How many times have these guys actually where one's the heel, one's the face, right? I mean, have we yeah. ever had a clear scenario <laughs> with either one of these guys where you could clearly say that the crowd is 100% with this guy and 100% with that guy, right? I, yeah. I don't think you can. You can't. And and I, it's weird because they have done, and again, Rod, they have worked so hard to make Roman Reigns the top heel in the company. So hard. Why would you even put him in a situation where he would get cheered? Because I think, Rod, I think they're going to cheer him over Rollins. Because Rollins is such a, a swarmy, jerk, cocky heel that I think they're going to they're going to cheer him more. See, I want. See, I, I actually, you know what? I'm, this is where you and I get to go against each other here. It doesn't happen as often. And I, right. I love me some Seth Rollins. Why I love Seth Rollins are all the things that you just described. But the mm-hmm. Seth freaking that we've added, <laughs> I tend to look at that a little differently, right? I think what we're trying to do is we're trying to play Rollins' face, right? And we're trying to play Rollins' face in that that crazy guy that's willing to do anything and is sort of fighting the system, right? I think okay. that's sort of where they're – I think that's the angle they're trying to put on Seth Rollins. And I think he is supposed to be the – face in this scenario right and i think that's another reason why kevin owens who we both love and i'm glad to see him involved with some of the top dogs even if it's in a complete lap dog storyline where all he does is come out and call seth rollins his best friend right even if that's (laughs) even if that's what it is i'm happy to see him there but i think the the crowd is clearly against ko right now so i think he's there as well to also try to i really think they're trying to make seth rollins the face here okay so my prediction for this is Kevin Owens has told you from day one that he's a liar and he lies yep. all the time. Yep. So his best friend is not really his best friend. And Definitely something will not. happen. The Usos can't be down there, right? Something yes, will happen that, that Rollins loses because of Kevin Owens. And that's going to be a huge rivalry that was a couple years ago at WrestleMania. They had a fantastic match in an empty arena where, he, where uh, Owens jumped off a sign. I think they may run it back. I got Reigns winning and uh, Owens costing Rollins the match. Listen, Jimmy, they foreshadowed this for us, okay? When they did the KO show and KO had a line of questioning that led to, and then I get to take on you at WrestleMania, right? Mm-hmm. Like he sort of he sort of led it out right there that, yes, you and I are buddy-buddy right now and we're, we're having all this fun, but ultimately all I want to do is be champion too just like you, and if that means I got to beat you, then so be it. Yeah, I think so. I think so. But I think we're both absolutely right there. So we're we're just totally agreeing there. But you know what, Batch? I actually think I might be most excited to see and could also be a pay-per-view at any other event. And that is this next one we got to talk about before we get to the Royal Rumble. It's a match that we've wanted to see for years. Lesnar, Lashley. Two just huge guys going after it. And this is, I mean, Vince McMahon is going to need to, you know, take a break after this and smoke a cigar or cigarette because 
Um, this is his dream match. I think it's going to be hard hitting. I think it's going to be a little longer than people think. I don't think it's going to be a three or four minute match. I think it'll be a little longer. Uh, I've got Lesnar winning this because they're they can't mess this Lesnar and, and Reigns thing up. I hope so. I do have Lesnar winning this one, um, and I think I think Lashley and, and they're. Gonna, I think it's going to be a really good match. I think people are going to be surprised. I want to start here by doing something I don't do as often for you as I probably should, and just absolutely praise you and say, Jimmy, you were one hundred percent right. I was wrong. You told me from the start when I got on this wrestling podcast with you that Bobby Lashley was an absolute workhorse in the ring and a fabulous character, and I am so on board with Bobby Lashley right now. They have put in so much work, and Bobby Lashley seems so authentic to the character that he is playing right now, and he is so good in the ring, and he is just chiseled from stone. Every single last thing about Bobby Lashley works, MVP works, him versus Lesnar works. I cannot believe how excited I am for this match considering everyone that listens to this knows how much I love Seth Rollins and he's fighting the big dog for the universal <laughs> championship. And I might be more excited for the Lesnar Lashley match because here's the thing you said about the length. Lashley can go for 25 minutes. This match is going to go for as long as Lesnar can make it still look good. Exactly. Lashley can yep. go. I mean, Lashley will go for an hour. He can. And, and I think it's going to be, uh, it's going to be awesome. It really is going to be awesome. So we're just going to see a straight loss, though, here, though, right? That's the other thing that's great about Bobby Lashley. He can take a few L's, and he has, and we still buy him as this complete badass. I mean, hell, he lost to Big E. Yeah, I think I think he will, and then I think they'll try to rehab him again. Uh, but, yeah, I, I think he gets the loss here uh, in, in a clean way. They want, uh, want Lesnar to go over clean. They love him going over clean. So are we going to continue to see Heyman only with Lesnar, or do you think we're going to see another Paul Heyman aiding the WWE Universe some other way? Uh, no, there. I, I think. I, well, no. I think he's gonna. I think he's gonna stay with the Lesnar Reigns thing. I really do. I, I think Ooh, he'll, he'll I like that you just hedged a little bit on your answer right there. Yeah, he's gonna. Yeah. Because we didn't really talk about that. That segment was kind of weird where Heyman was in the ring and like at, at different points, like each of them was sort of like trying to defend Paul Heyman. That was kind of weird. So I, I could see where, you know, all of a sudden Heyman, you know, does something and then he's back with the tribal chief. So I, I like that you hedged right there. Well, you know, got to hedge, right? That's one thing I'm good at hedging, I guess. That's very true. <laughs> all right. We've got the Royal Rumble matches, the 30 man, the 30 women. I think we should have two answers here, Jim. I wanted to propose this to you. I okay. think we should have two answers here. Who we want to see win each Rumble, right? Like our dream, like this would be awesome to see this person in the WrestleMania main event and then who mm -hmm. we actually think might win the Rumble. Okay, I like that. Let's uh, let's start with the women. Who you got in the 30 women Royal Rumble match? Who do you think will win and who do you want to win? You know what? I, I just said two different answers, but I'm actually going to give the same answer for this one because it's what I want, and this is what I kind of think they might actually do, and that's Charlotte Flair winning the Royal Rumble and being the first ever champion to get to pick her opponent. Wow. And she then goes back-to-back, back, right? Or did somebody win it in 2021, and then that would be a year between her winning it because I know she won it in 2020, didn't she? Uh, Bianca won it last year, Bianca Belair. Uh Okay, so there you go. But yeah, it'd be a year between her, right? But then that, then that would be her second Rumble win, right? Which is another thing that we get, that gets talked about in an awful lot when we're running down the stats of the of the all time greats, right? The number mm -hmm. of times they were champion, Hall of Famer, 
Rumble winner, all of the above, right? Like how many times did we mention that Stone Cold won the Rumble three times, right? Everybody mentions that when they talk about Stone Cold, so that'd be a second yep. Rumble win for Charlotte Flair. We all know I love Charlotte Flair. I feel like she's getting lost a little bit on SmackDown at times, and so I would love to see her pull that off, and then that's just another one of those things that WWE loves to do, have somebody do something that's never been done before. So you got Charlotte winning, and you also want to see it. I like... You know what, honestly... I kind of would like to see Lita win. I think that'd be kind of fun. Wow, I, Lita, I can't Lita believe winning. you're saying that. After you literally at the beginning of this podcast were sort of trashing, let's do the old thing. Now here you are saying, let's have Lita win the women's rumble. Damn right, it's Lita. Um, and who do I think is going to win? I think they're going to want, um, I think they are going to have, this was tough. I, 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 I've gone back and forth. I kind of like your idea, but I'm going to go with, uh, it's either going to be Bianca or Liv Morgan, honestly, and it better not be Liv Morgan, Morgan. just for just for wow. the record. But I'm throwing that out there. I'm going to go Bianca. I think will actually win it and go back to back to kind of get her back to where she needs to be to be that huge baby face going against um, going against Becky Lynch to get that title back at the stupendous WrestleMania Day One main event. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, I could definitely see that because then that's it. I mean, how cool is that to say she won the Rumble two years in a row, right? So I definitely get that too. But Liv Morgan, look at you. That would be so random. But they definitely have been giving us a lot of Liv Morgan recently. And she does seem to bring about a crowd reaction. All right, bud. 30-man, over-the-top, Royal Rumble. Who do you want to see win? And who do you think is going to win? Who do I want to see win and who do I think is going to win? That is a that is a very good question. I've been going back and forth about this one with the men's rumble quite a bit, right? Because I've, I've many times been on the record of saying if Riddle is not involved in the main event at WrestleMania, WWE is doing something <laughs> wrong. But we just spent 20 minutes at the beginning of this podcast saying the WWE is doing something wrong. So I think I'm almost released from that prediction now. Mm-hmm, I also exactly. on this podcast numerous times said that The Rock was going to come back and participate in the main event at WrestleMania. That doesn't seem like we're headed to that either. So now it's time for me to really figure out what I think we're going to see at WrestleMania. And you clearly have said that it's going to be Reigns of Lesnar. I can't disagree with you there. But I'm trying to think of the monkey wrench I would like seen thrown in that particular storyline. And when I'm recessing all of the wrestlers that could be possible to be a nice thorn in the side there i'm coming up with big e i'm coming up with big e i'm coming up with big e is who i would actually like to see win it we just discussed a little earlier about how we're both a little bit disappointed about where they have big e at right now i think it would be cool for them to give him a little shot in the arm right he got money in the bank now maybe a royal rumble we gave you a quick little title run like hey big e stick with us man we still see good things for you in the future i talked about earlier how it takes guys a while you know this is the kind of thing that works well on biggie's resume that two years from now when he maybe is the big dog you know is is a nice thing to have so so give me biggie that's who i want to win who i okay. think will win i'm gonna I'm, i still got to think but i'm gonna let you go with who you want to win I want Riddle to win. I think that would be amazing to just add to that storyline. We got to somehow get that belt on Orton, but I want Riddle to win. I think it would be just them playing off of each other. Like Randy, I want it. You didn't win it, but I want it. You know, I just there's so many things that could happen with that. I just I love that, uh, and I I think that um, I I think Riddle winning would be great. 
Okay, who I think will win, I just I just got here, all right? And who I okay. think will win, and you'll probably laugh at this, and you'll probably be able to cut me down on this, but who I think will win is actually Kevin Owens, because I think what he does is help extend the storyline for Lesnar Reigns, right? Perhaps uh, perhaps there's something where he gets, he gets cut out of the match, and one of those two gets into it, right? Perhaps Rollins screws him, and it ends up benefiting one of those other two. Okay. I just... I just think that Kevin Owens winning the Royal Rumble allows them some leeway to get to where I, you and I both think they want to be at WrestleMania. We're probably going to do a podcast after the, the Royal Rumble, and I will tell you this. If Kevin Owens wins the Royal Rumble, you don't need to get on until about the 45-minute mark. Uh, I, will, I will just continue talking straight through. Well, uh, <laughs> let me make the listeners another guarantee. If Seth Rollins beats Roman Reigns for the Universal <laughs> Championship of the Royal Rumble, you don't need to get on for about 45 minutes yourself. I'll just go for a while. So, so that so tune in after the Royal Rumble, folks. That's a good tease, by the way. There, Jim. I am going to go out on a limb here. AJ Styles is going to win the Royal Rumble. Wow, I love that. He's gone. He he's you know he's been hurt a lot this year. That's why he's been in the tag team with almost. And it's like, all right, thanks. You know, appreciate you. Here you go. Here's a little something for you. Let's go, AJ Styles. That would be awesome, man. I, cause I, I really, I, I did sort of want to bring him up, but we're kind of going long on this podcast with the yep. Rumble anyway. But like, you know, I like seeing him away from Omas now. He's a great wrestler. He's got a lot of fan support. You know, I'd like to see where they're going to go with him. So that is an awesome call by you there. So we are looking very forward to the Rumble. Of course, anything can happen on Raw and SmackDown and even NXT this week. We're going to see some NXT people. You just never know. Uh, will Austin Theory win the Rumble? Who knows? Uh, but Rod, this week, Oh, my goodness. Balls and brew. If there was ever a time to be a podcaster on football, how about this weekend's games that just happened, just concluded? We had four games all end on this last play, one game going into overtime where a quarterback threw for 329 yards and four touchdowns and lost to the quarterback who threw for 378 yards and four touchdowns. We're talking Bengals at the Chiefs. We're talking 49ers at the Rams. I cannot wait to hear you, Williams, and Chris talk about those matchups. Well, listen, this is a wrestling podcast, so we are all familiar with promos. I will probably be cutting something close to a promo because I went out on a limb and went against the handicapper and said the AFC championship game would be the Kansas City Chiefs versus Cincinnati Bengals. And then Josh Williams, our so-called expert, our so-called, he rebuffs me all the time for my craziness, goes, I guarantee you, and I feel very strongly, the AFC championship game will be the Buffalo Bills versus the Tennessee Titans. So I, I can promise you right now I'll be cutting a bit of a promo on that. Well, it was the uh, it was a coin toss that decided the uh, the 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 winner of that game because both offenses were awesome. So you're gonna look look for that. We're gonna look for some uh, from some from the Morgan you know coming up soon, I believe as well. Yes, we are. Uh, I, I will tell I will tell people right now the movie that I've been teasing with a little bit right now. I'll just tell you the movie. I won't tell you how we're going to do the podcast, but I promise you it will be very entertaining. But if you want to have a little bit of homework so that you're more ready for the podcast. It's Bonfire of the Vanities. That's the tease, Jimmy. And with that, we're going to get out of here like a bat out of hell. You have been listening to the Morgan You Know Podcasting Network. You're in the ring with Jimmy and Hot Rod. And I can't believe I waited to the end of the podcast to tell all of our listeners this, but Hot Rod will be making his in-ring debut as a sacrificial lamb in this year's Royal Rumble. Look out for my intro music. It's going to be legendary. <laughs>